That's into right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds, here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the pesky poll podcast episode 71 now something around there we've done so many episodes i just forget at this point how you guys doing today joining me we have a never special guest as you've seen him way too many times adam what's good say what's good to the people what's good to the people also robert sounds like garbage because he lost his mic so i and i have a mic so now in a rare occasion i actually sound better than him yeah, I know. People like the soothing voice, but right now it's not being displayed in the proper fashion because I moved back down to Tennessee. Mike got lost in luggage. I can't find it anywhere. So I'm probably just going to go have to buy another one. And I mean, even if I find the other one, it's always good to have two. You know See, I mean? my voice ain't exactly soothing, but I got that type of voice where I just have people wanting to run through a wall. <laughs> Which could be a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I feel like I feel like I want to be like motivating and just be that guy who's like just amping people up. So that's me. Mm-hmm. But for me, I have that calm, that soothing voice that people turn into. It's like it's like listening to honey. I mean, you right? can tell yeah. yourself, you can keep telling yourself that because it's true. He, he loves to. That's cool. how he gets himself to sleep at night. He just he just talks to himself and he says, "You sound good." Sound you sound good. great. That sounds very good. Right. You'll have me um, running through a wall if you keep saying that garbage. <laughs> uh, by the way, before we get started, remember uh, when we had uh, Cole Brandon on and we said, "Listen to, um, listen to Motley Crue and you'll bat 400." Has he given you feedback on that? He's, has he said that he's been listening to it? Yes, but um, he is currently batting uh, 091. So you know, so he got worse. It got, it got worse. Does it he got, like it? Does he like the music at least? From what I've said, he's, um, from what I've been told, he, he likes it. So He likes but, it? Okay. Anyway, let's get, let's get into this Reddit Sox news. Adam, you got anything to say for pe- yeah, to the people before we get into it? Franchi Cordero. Okay. We're gonna, and I'll tell you about it later. We're going we're gonna to do that. All right. There you go. Now you can't hear him. All right, so let's get into our first bit of news. The Red Sox, in their last game, did lose 3-2 to two against the Athletics in kind of a heartbreaker. Not really. Bats did not show up at all. Only How many hits do we have in this game? Only four hits. You're not going to lose four hits, first of all. There's nothing. Chavis said two. How do you feel about Michael Chavis then? Michael Chavis? I like him. I've never, I've never hated him. He's been, he's a solid player, but I just never, I had never found anything special about him. He's just a type of player who's just kind of there. He can, he can, he'll hit every now and then, but I just never saw him as anything really, anything special. He can hit some home runs. I like that. Mm-hmm. He has some power to him. He's serviceable um, in the field, but that's, that's about it. Nothing really special. Mm-hmm. 
the one thing that is just really encouraging for me is seeing him back with the Red Sox, even though Kike is still out on the IL. When Kike comes back, I feel he should still be part of this, um, still be part of the major league roster just because of how screwed we are with depth-wise. As soon as someone's hurt, we're already screwed. You know, if he could just stay up, give some extra guys days off, we could sacrifice a Josh Taylor or an Austin Bryce back down to back down to AAA. We can't sacrifice Chavis anymore. We could. I don't. I mean, I feel like they need they need another bat, but I don't think Chavis is the Chavis is the answer. Chavis. So yeah. Chavis. Chavis. I don't think Chavis is the answer. I think they need to find somebody. Maybe, I mean, I'm not sure what they can trade away, but maybe at the deadline, give away a, a couple prospects, try to, or or they don't, and they kind of just take this team and run with it. I know they're trying to build this team up mm-hmm. and try to build for the future. It's not really a team that you want to win now. They're try, kind of a, like, yeah, it's great that they're winning now, but it's more of like in the future. So, yeah. I mean, if they if they're looking for that answer, I don't think that's in the organization. They might want to go out and get it, but I, I get why why they wouldn't want to do that considering what they're trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. No, I can see that. But we'll talk about trade deadline stuff in a little bit. But for now, um, yesterday the pitching was okay. Avaldi went six innings, one earned run, four strikeouts. That's really I'll, good. I'll, it's, it's not great, but I will take that from him. One, that, six, in, six innings, one earned run. Yeah, I'll take it. Two hits. That's, that's as good as it gets. Well, no, it's no, no. It's it's a very it's a very good start. One earned run. Yes. Um, then Dowinson came in and screwed it all up. Dowinson, point one innings fetch, two earned runs. See yep. the thing with this bullpen and this pitching staff, I'm I've been very surprised. And I think maybe the pitching maybe the starting rotation could be so, something that's somewhat uh uh what's the word um the starting rotation is really good like i it's, have it's no... something that could be uh sustainable mm-hmm. but the that that bullpen looks like it's gonna fall apart any any day now like, who's me... that name that guy name the guy in the bullpen who you could look towards on a night to night basis and say, you're getting the ball. We need a, we need a, we need a one inning of just of nothing, just a shutdown inning. Who's the guy? Uh, I can, can give say, you probably you three can, or four. You can say, who's the guy? Matt Barnes, Hirokazu Sawamura, depending on the team he's facing against. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm a little iffy on that one. Phil Valdez, possibly Tanner Houck. And then get Garrett Whitlock. Garrett but, Whitlock pitch is on an innings restriction. That's why. That's why I didn't mention him. Yeah, but if if you're if you're going to limit me down to two, it's Whitlock and Barnes. Those are your guys. But, and Barnes, don't get it. Barnes is the second year, best closer great, in baseball right now. Great, great so far. Yeah. But <laughs> as as Red Sox fans, do you do you think do you think it's going to last? I'm so, I'm saying sustainability. It's been the the bullpen has been good so far. Yes. But do you trust them going through through the entire season? Do you think that at the end of the season that Matt we will still be thinking of Matt Barnes as statistically the best the second best pitcher in baseball? Closer wise, no. I think he'll still be like top 5 top 10, but not I think he'll have a slope down. 
he, he'll still it, this is this seems like it's going to be a wind up one of being one of those career years for Matt Barnes but he I I've seen him through his entire career and I just know that this isn't him yes but here's the thing right our starting pitching is insane right now right now like listen listen to this Pavetta 319 ERA 5-0 record did you even know who he was last year Pavetta absolutely we got him from the Phillies yeah screw you um eduardo rodriguez five and zero record three eight two era nathan evaldi four and two record four two era martin perez no wins yet but a four one era and then garrett richards is our worst guy two and two record with a four five four that's no sale average of what a four era you think eduardo rodriguez and Nathan Eovaldi as your best starting pitchers is considered a really good starting rotation? Absolutely not, but the way they're pitching is good enough. Right now? I'm not saying... It's it's been good right now. I'm questioning the sustainability. I'm not questioning what they're doing now. Everything they're doing now is awesome. Um, I think they could win more games against against good teams. I think they're they're taking advantage of... They're beating up all the crap around the league Mm -hmm. and everything else they've been playing 500 ball against, but they, but everything else, it's it's been good. They their offense has been has been what it was in 2019, and at least close to what it was in 2019 and 2018. Mm-hmm. But the the problem is, this pitching staff, it's been good, but is it sustainable? Can you do this over a 162 game stretch? That's why I'm saying Not if sure. you need to do it, you either need to a trade for someone, which we'll get into a little bit later. Or B, take some of your worst pitchers and send them down so we can have, we can put a little bit of pressure on our starters to keep the distance. Go seven innings in a game. Do it. Go seven. I don't think that's that much to ask for, do you think? It's possible that it is too much to ask for because it feels like that's the, that's the whole mentality, that's the whole uh, philosophy that they're trying to adopt right here is, um, all, all this stuff, even early, like earlier on in the year with the Orioles, uh, against the Orioles, they were, they were pulling pitchers too early, um, and just letting their bullpen and just get, giving into these analytics or mm-hmm. a, a, sorry, analytics, geez, and, um, uh, giving it, it seems, it seems like they're so, they're so married to this philosophy right now of all these analytics. Now that Heim blooms around that. They're not just going to take the eye test and say, we're just going to go with the best pitcher. We're going to make this, make this starter stretch one more inning. They're just going to say, screw it. We're bringing him in. And yeah. we know, we know how, how that, what that did to the Tampa Bay Rays in the world series last year, where they pulled their starter too early and it screwed them over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's going to be killer. But like we said, we have two guys in this rotation that we can trust. Matt Bonds, who can go maybe three times a week for one inning. You mean in their bullpen? Yeah, sorry. Um, Matt Barnes, who could go probably three times a week, if that. But he has a strikeout per nine of 15, which is insane. One of the best in the league right now. He's been very good. And then Garrett Whitlock, who can give you two innings in a day and do that twice a week. But... 
Are you they sure he a, can do that twice a week? There, he is on an innings restriction, like I, I know, said, but that's which is why I'm not relying on him. I think I think Garrett innings. Whitlock is going to be a, a kick-ass starter, but the the problem thanks is he me, is on. Thanks an, for making me blur that. I appreciate that. What? Thanks for making me blur that. I appreciate that. Thanks for making me having to edit. It's it's one word. It's I know, that bad. but if I don't if I don't edit, I have to say this is expletive content. Because you said that. You say that? Yeah, I have to. I don't, I don't even say that on my R, on my RSS. I just. You kind of have to. That. If you don't, Spotify will yell at you. Uh, they haven't yelled at me yet, so. You keep walking that line. But Garrett Whitlock, he's a, he's going to be great in the future, but I feel like right now he's, he'll, and right now he's, he puts up the results, like, but the problem is he's on an innings restriction this year. Mm-hmm. It's, I and I hate that because he's literally proven to be one of our best pitchers. Has the lowest ERA, seventeen innings pitched. Look at look at him versus a veteran like Matt Andres. Both pitched the same amount of innings. One is allowed nine earned runs. One's allowed three. One's ERA is a four six seven. One's is a one fifty six. Right, but it's early. It's it's so. early, but it's we're looking at the same amount of time pitched each person. Right, but that it's a it's a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. It is, but same time. If I had to ask you, who would you want on the mound, Garrett Whitlock or Matt Andre East? What are you saying? The latter. Adam, are you smoking something? Right now. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that, that explains it. All right, cool. Casually just promote that to our fans. But when it comes when it comes to our hitting, right, our pitching we're the we're about an average team, right? We're nothing, we're nothing special, but we're still the best hitting team in the league. There, yeah. like I said, I liked what their offense is doing. I like everything that they're doing right now, but mm-hmm. the problem is their their offense doesn't have very much depth to that lineup. It doesn't, and but this is a time where we would be looking back and saying, "Boy, I really wish I didn't trade Andrew you're, you're Benintendi, gonna, gonna who's batting two seven, batting two seventy-five right now again. in in Kansas City." Keep talking. Keep talking. You sound like CNN right now, just blurting <laughs> out things that blocking out things that you don't like just because you don't like them. You just we disagree with we them. Can't, we can't get political here. You just don't like it, so you shut it down. You shut out. You shut Adam, down. Debate. Adam, we can't get the political here. Stop. Just saying. Just saying. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Francie's been struggling hard. There's just no doubt about that. Yeah. You know who isn't? Xander. Uh, ben Intendi. I think Xander Bogut's too bit of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's doing great, but this this offense lacks depth. This lineup does not have much depth to it, mm-hmm. and this is a part. This is a point where we would where we would look towards Andrew Benintendi to be that guy who's we towards the top of the lineup. Look towards Andrew Benintendi to be that guy in the past three years. The last time we looked for him to be that guy was with a early leadoff, to be a leadoff hitter. Early. In a, um, 20, 2017, 2019, he was good too. Twenty nineteen, he was okay. Nothing that really strung out at you better than anything we have past our past past like 
our top five hitters in our lineup. Outside of that, it's been all Gonzalez, Cordero. Vas- Vasquez has been all right. Vasquez is a 265. Cordero, we already talked it's about. In, Gonzalez, it's in the 50s. Gonzalez, it's 265. Gonzalez? Uh, Gonzalez is a 211. 211, exactly. But with, with Gonzalez, I'm going to give him a pass because he's playing insane on defense. He's just Bobby a straight... Dahlbeck? Bobby Dahlbeck's been struggling. Like, I don't know what's been going on with He's just looking for home run shots. That's it. I think there's very rare exceptions when you can say where you can say this guy gets a free pass because of because of how he is in the field. Um, I you go wouldn't, back you to tw- know it. I looked I look back to 2013 when Stephen Drew was batting was batting in the .07 something, and he was playing phenomenal defense. But they were able to afford that because that offense was electric past him. Mm-hmm. But and but typically traditionally in lineups. If you're what you really want between defense and between defense and offense is the offense, the bat. Because if your bat is good, then they'll stick you anywhere to get you in the into the lineup. It's more important than than your defense to be able to produce runs. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of team a lot of players can just be stuck out there and still be serviceable and make plays. They're big league players. They've been in the they've been playing baseball since they were kids. They've been everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it's what matters is getting their bat in the lineup if you can hit, and they don't have that past their top five hitters on that team. I mean, here's the thing though. As much as we're talking about it, as of right now, it's still the best hitting team in the league. Yeah, it has. So I'm saying, it, so if if it's not broke right now, I'm not going to complain. If we were like anywhere outside of the top ten, I would be worried. But right now, sitting at number one. I'm not worried at all. I'm not as soon, as, soon as we start hitting that slip and we start going from like a 261 average that we're batting now, and then we go down to, let's say, who's the 10th team, the Blue Jays, or a 241. As soon as we start hitting like a 245 batting average, I'll be like, yeah, we're slipping. This isn't I'm not good. being worried. Not being worried. Just skeptical. Okay. Sustainability is mm-hmm. what I'm wondering about. I could see that. But for now, with it just being our lineup, I'm not worried at all. I can be a little skeptical and say, yeah, this team doesn't have too, too much depth behind it. But at the same time, the people who aren't having the best depth for us right now, Gonzalez, Dahlbeck, and somewhat Renfro, they make up for it in the fielding. But there's that's too many players who can make up for it. I'd rather only have one or two of those. But like, if you have th- so many players who are that bad at hitting, just imagine if the those that are top five hitters – Verdugo, Devers, Martinez, Bogarts. Who's our, who's the other guy? All those um, all those guys. Renfro. Say Renfro. No, not Renfro. I guess I guess just those four then. Yeah, Renfro, um, Gonzalez, Dalbeck, and Cordero are worse guys. Yeah, so that's that's almost half of our lineup. Mm-hmm. If if our top four hitters go cold, then we're screwed. And you and can't, you can't produce any, you can't produce any offense past that. And um, I don't think their, their pitching staff is good enough right now is built to be sustainable, to just be, just be good enough, serviceable to complement a great offense, the number one offense in the league. That's what it's built to be. Mm-hmm. And they can't, they can't carry you when your bats go stone cold in the dog days of August. 
Yeah, you're right. That's the part I'm worried about right now is August. Because if we go and look at the standings right now, it's not it's not looking great. We'll say that much. Yankees are two games back now. Two games back. Still technically the best team in the league right now. Uh yeah, we're still we're tied we're tied with the White Sox and the Athletics. And uh, no, I'm sorry. Technically, we're not the best. We're a half game behind the Cardinals and Giants, which who would have thought the Giants would be the best team in the league? We've been right up there all season as among one of, among the best teams record-wise in uh, in baseball. Yes. And um, it's mainly thanks to that one uh, nine-game winning streak. And that your boy they, started off because he went to a game and then they won nine straight. It's possible. It's not possible. It's probable. Possible. Probable. Possible. Maybe. Probable. Or maybe you just happened to catch them at a good time right when they got hot. They were 0-3 when Correlation I went. Correlation does not always equal causation. Okay, yeah. Which one of us was a math major? All right, you can't be talking like that. I'm just saying. It's yeah. it's true. Shut up. In a way, ask for your opinion. You just did. You, no. You brought me onto the show. No. You, you you just kind of showed. I was planning on doing the show alone. And you just kind of showed up. Hey, you told me yourself you have no motivation to do the show alone. That is not true. You have no proof of that. You told me. But you have no proof. You told me. Show me the car facts. I'm I'm gonna record it next time. I'll just be recording on my phone, and then you'll be like, "Oh, he has no proof," mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, "Ha Look at this." But let me see, where are the Royals? The Royals aren't doing too, too bad. They're 16 and 18. Four and a the half. Royals are, back. The Royals are one of the best teams in baseball earlier. earlier they were. They've, the season. They've, they, they've been tanking. Yeah, sure, record-wise, but like, look at the context. That team's been tanking. Mm-hmm. Realistically, the team does not have the firepower to be able to keep up. A team that is not, that is not deserving of a luxury like Andrew Benintendi. I think he belongs in red and white. Uh, nah, he needed a change of scenery. I disagree. I'm gonna call it the Sunny Gray syndrome. All right, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a case of the Sunny Gray syndrome. Sunny Gray syndrome. Yeah. You remember Sunny Gray? Yeah, I remember Sunny Gray. Very, very good with the Athletics. Went to the Yankees, did horrible, and then went to the Reds and did great. It's a key just not having the big eyes on you in a big market. That's okay with some players. Yeah, Maybe, Maybe I, I blame it more on injury. I blame it more on injuries with Sonny Gray. He had some tough. He had some issues back when back during his um, during his Oakland A's day, like during the late days of his or of the Oakland A's. Then uh, then he got then he got traded to the Yankees. Was thrown back thrown into the fire, and then he was set up for set up for failure. Then he was traded to a new team, and uh, with more time behind him between him and the, uh, all of his injury troubles, he was able to bounce back again. Uh, that's what I'd call it rather than, oh, he can't handle the, the big stage. You have to look at it and you have to put it into context. Mm-hmm. No, I can see that. But one guy who Alex Cole is giving a lot of credit to for this team kind of turning it around this year, somebody who you wouldn't really think. He's giving a lot of credit to Jason Veritek. You remember Jason Veritek. We love Jason Veritek. Of course, punched A-Rod. Yes. 
Um, he the is, captain. He is a um, game planning coordinator right now for the team. Right. He works with catchers. He works with the hitters in somewhat the pitching staff. Uh, he spends most of his time working with Vasquez and Pawlecki, but helps team pitchers and also emerges as a source of moral support for the entire team. Cora said, um, as a person and as a captain, he's doing things they used to do back in the day, but in a different way. More vocal, more outspoken, which is great. He's louder in the dugout for sure. It's not like he's a cheerleader, but a lot louder pulling for the guys. So he's basically just a guy to sit in the dugout when the guys come back to say, okay, you did this right, you did this wrong. I really, I really like what he's been doing. Like, it's it's a very, very small job. But I mean, of course, going to go out of his way to say, hey, he's been doing this and it's really been helping us. Probably has a bigger impact than we think. Yeah, I, I think, well, I think some one thing that you have to look at when it comes to Alex Cora in this, in this bounce back season from that disastrous 2020 year, the COVID year. Ron Renneke! No, no, well, you, it could be, but what I'm, well, what I was, what I had yeah, in mind was sucked. that what I had in mind was that, um, Alex core is kind of on the hot seat and I don't think we ever, uh, any of us really realized Absolutely that. not. You think Alex core is not on the hot seat after a cheating scandal. And then he comes back and he has a, a terrible year. Do you think you really think, uh, what do you mean terrible general, year? If he comes back and has a terrible, if he was, oh. if he were to come back and had a terrible year, then John Henry would look at it and be like, "Why am I paying you? You no, got into because... a cheating scandal. You 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 sucked this year, and you missed the playoffs the year the the year before you got you got fired." He'll be like, "I'm not I'm not paying you anymore. I don't and I don't want the I don't want the cheating scandals on my back anymore. I, you're out of here." And you could you could see the very same thing with some some other players. Say uh, uh, JD Martinez, he had a he had a very very rough 2020 campaign, and you know he's he's up there he's up there in age. So you can look at that and say, well, um, you know he could be he could be one player if he has a down year in 2021, which he hasn't. He's bounced back spectacularly. Mm-hmm. If he had a down year then he could be another player who's out the door or he could be traded like Ben Intendi for, uh, for, uh, for, for, absolutely for, nothing. for, a, for a, for a player like Franchi Cordero. It's a four, a player. Yes. Well, Franchi Cordero is not exactly a spring chicken either. He's 30. He's the same age as Ben Intendi, except significantly worse than him. <laughs> As you can see, I'm still I'm still pissed off that they ha- that they actually traded that guy. You you're never gonna let that go, are you? It's if if you're gonna trade him, fine. Get something for him. Don't just accept the minimum. This is what we have right now in Franchi Cordero is what Benintendi was in that 15 game stretch. Except that's exactly what Franchi Cordero is. What Benintendi was in that so- small stretch was a fluke. It clearly was. We've seen him throughout his career, and we just gave up on him. It was dumb. Why can't we just admit that that the Red Sox screwed up? They messed up with this one. They were impatient. I know. I'll wait for the Red Sox to say that. It, they won't because they're stubborn. They don't even. They don't even. They don't even admit they were wrong on the John Lester thing. Mm-hmm. And they wound up having to overpay David Price, and they traded. For, they, then they traded for Chris Sale. Worked out at first, but. 
he's but he's fallen apart. His arm mm-hmm. has fallen off. So if they just paid John Lester, we wouldn't have had that issue. We wouldn't have had the drama with David Price. We wouldn't have had to to deal with with. I got with David Price though. We wouldn't have had to deal with Chris Sale and his elbow issues. But they they still have. When have they admitted? They've never admitted that. It's the same thing with it. They're never going to admit they were wrong on Andrew Benintendi. They mm-hmm. won't. Yeah, you could say that. But anyway, going away from the Red Sox. What the? Okay, no, I don't want to. I love this website when they tell me that I can't go to a page because it's a subscriber exclusive story. I'm going to look at it anyway. So the question is, what's going to happen in the trade deadline? Are we going to be a team that's like, you know what, we're at the top of our division or at least close to the top of our division. Let's buy and really make a push. Or are we going to sit back, go Philadelphia 76ers mode, say trust the process and go through it that way? They'll probably buy a little bit, but they're not going to go all in on this team. They'll they'll give they'll give some small pieces. They might trade a few lower level prospects to get some help, but they're not. I don't think they're going to go all in. Like like I said, they're building for the future. They're not really. They don't want to invest too much in this team because they're looking they're looking at the bigger picture, and by do and by going all in, they're going to screw themselves over and they'll have to go to into even deeper of a rebuild, even though this doesn't really feel like a rebuild anymore. It feels like this is actually just Heim Bloom, just, just figuring things out with the pitching staff and the offense was, which was already good before Heim Bloom came in is, uh, is really helping them bring, bring back wins. But Mm -hmm. um, I think if, if you look at the Red Sox, yeah, they'll buy a little bit, they'll buy in a little bit. Uh, Who's really going to be buyers? The New York Yankees, as always. No matter how bad things are going to be, that that team, it's not in their DNA. They're going to go all. They're going to go for it. Yeah. Same with uh, Dodgers, who have been really struggling this first part of the year. Yeah. You can already they're, tell they're going to be. They're going to just go straight for it. Those, yeah, those are teams. They're big market teams. They go for it. They're. It's not in their DNA. It's really just them two in Chicago that I really see as like the three big market teams of. I don't even see Boston as like up at that. You don't see Boston. Boston's a big market team. Boston is a big market team, but not as big as those three. They they screw. They're a big market team. They just screw things up. They're kind of they're they're better than the Cubs with how they spend their money, but they're not as good as the Yankees or Dodgers. As much as it pains me to say it, and and I've I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, With the money and resources the Red Sox have, they should never be finishing anywhere outside of first or second place, and maybe third. But they, yeah. there's, there's no reason for them to ever finish in last place like they have a few years. We spent thirty million dollars on Chris Sale, seventeen million dollars on Nathan Avaldi per year. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. Per maybe, year. maybe Sale, maybe Sale. If you he can, can come back, Sale, yeah. But Avaldi you can convince me Sale, but Evaldi was dumb. Um, I mean, we're paying out of price ten was, million price dollars was, right now. Price was really stupid. Price was <laughs> dumb. Forgot. Price was like a four four year deal, thirty two million dollars each year. And I can just go. I, there's more on the list. Uh, Pablo Sandoval, Hanley Ramirez. We're still paying Manny. Adrian Gonzalez. We're JD still Drew paying Manny. Yeah, Manny is still getting paid. Manny Manny was worth it. Manny Ramirez is worth it. Until he went to the Dodgers. JD Drew. Uh, hey, forgetting, don't, don't disrespect JD Drew like that. 
Carl Crawford. Yeah. Rick uh, Porcello was not worth the money. As much as I love Rick Porcello. Rick Porcello was, was awesome. not worth the money. Mm-hmm. It's like you can go down the do you remember the name Rusny Cors Rusny Castillo. Castillo? Yeah, seven year still deal. in their farm system he, right now? No, he got released. He just got released. He got released. He just got released. Do you remember year. when they got him? It was like the twenty it was like the twenty fifteen offseason. No, twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. By the way, listen to this. We, we this dude, go. this dude, never made it to the majors, and signed a seven-year, seventy-two and a half million dollar contract. Never made it to the. Actually, he did make it to the bigs, but it was, and it was he ha- he did have some short. early. He had some very early success, but he. It turns out he could never hit the curveball. His sl- his swing was so long. Mm-hmm. It was. And by the way, um, but, just just so my we're point's clear, been made. Just so we're clear, he got about I'm gonna say about eight hundred thousand dollars per game. He played with us per game. He seventy two and a half million dollars played ninety nine games with us in the majors. Talk about somebody who robbed the Red Sox. That's a robbery. They just let everybody rob the Red Sox, really. They yeah. just let everybody in there and just rob so them. We do throw money at problems, but it's just stupidly. It's stupid. And the Yankees throw their money at problems. The Dodgers throw their money at problems. The Dodgers, but they do it They do it more smartly. Mm-hmm. And as much as it makes me jealous to think about, but they're, they're doing it right. They make good trades. Mm-hmm. They don't trade their left fielder for the one of the worst hitters on the team. Yeah. <clears throat> ben and Tendi. All right. So this is going to be a shorter episode, mainly just because I don't have a mic and I don't want to go through a full episode with sounding like absolute crap. But final thing that I want to talk about real quick, Oakland Athletics, I'm going to give you five places that they might go. Let me know what you think about them, all right? First is Vegas. No. You don't like them following maybe. the Raiders? Maybe. It's it's if maybe. They 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 could follow them. I, I wouldn't that wouldn't be terrible. I think I think at the rest of these is uh, like the that's like the second best option. Uh second is Portland. Never go no. to Portland. Never go to Portland. Not Third. just because of that, but because they are there. They uh, Seattle's already up there, so they kind of have. They would have that conflict there. Yeah. Third is uh, Montreal. It's intriguing, but no. No. Fourth is San Jose. No. You don't think so? No, just stay at Oakland at that point. It's stupid. All right, and fifth, I think this one is the best option, Nashville. You just want a team in your, near near your hometown, don't you, in Tennessee? Absolutely. No. <laughs> just stay in Oakland. That's I just want them in – they're the Oakland A's. It's like – the Orioles leaving. It's like the Red Sox leaving. They're they're the Oakland A's. They're no they're nothing else. Just stay in Oakland. Stupid. You want to change their 
want to change the name of their stadium, the O.co Coliseum? Do that. That's it's that that sounds awkward. I like that. Just change the change it just Coliseum. But don't like don't just leave like why? Why? This got there's gotta be some underlying like price things in there with the city of Oakland and all that fun stuff. But um, our good friend, I don't know if you remember him, but our good old friend, Mr. Dave Dombrowski, has been trying to get a team in Nashville for the past year. And then coincidentally, a year later, the Athletics say they want to move. Coincidence? You're reaching. You just want a team in Nashville. So no, I'm not kidding. Baseball. I'm not kidding. I was sitting here a year ago talking with Ari about how Dave Dombrowski was joined this group of people to put a team in Nashville. You're still reaching. That yeah, I am reaching, but that was an actual story. It, I'm sure it was, but I'm sure you dug really deep and you were like, "Ooh, here's no. reason to to have this false hope." No, I literally. This is what I do for every episode: is I search Red Sox news and I search MLB news. When I search MLB news, that story came up. It was like one of the like top three stories. I never go past the first page. Too much work. You really think I put that much work into this? I think you just remember an article that was posted like probably like last year and then you were like, oh, I wouldn't mind that happening. And now you see an opportunity. No, I am. Um, I covered the article right when it got out. And then right as we were talking about that, moving the team to Nashville, I remembered about that article. So there you go. Yeah, not a reach. Statistics. Maybe. Absolutely. That's, that's not statistics, but. I, I just think you can't handle the truth. I just think you want you you're giving into false hope. I just think you I just think you want a team. You're hope. that desperate for baseball. Just come to just come live in New England. Come to Boston. Come watch some Red Sox baseball. Yeah, you have a I damn wish. podcast about it. And you're like, oh. oh well, I live in Nashville and I gotta go, I gotta stay home with my family. Yeah, I wanna be Fuck I wanna that. be down here. <sighs> You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Remember that time where I said if you don't put knee next to it and you say something like that, you get yelled at? Yeah, I definitely can't leave that one in. You don't you can't leave that one in. I don't think that one's safe for radio. <laughs> That's like right. the time when Brian said you leave Wentz on the effing bench. <laughs> And I never caught that. Oh, yes, I did, because you told me about it. Oh, we hate Brian. Did you cut yeah. out Brian's fart, by the way? Because I was going to look at it, and I didn't nope. to show one of my... You didn't? No, I never touched it. I haven't been able to find it. What episode was it? It was like episode nine or something like that. Not nine, but it was one... It was, uh, I think, like 16. It was about Sam Don. No. No, it he was, was off by then. It was like right... It was the ta- it was- the franchise tag. Yes. And just so you guys know, as always, go check out Adam's podcast. If you are a football fan, Fumble Whiskey Podcast, he's not done his selfish promo yet, which I'm very surprised about. He always does that at the top of the show. But anyway, he comes up with terrible, terrible um, names for episodes. So just don't worry about the name. Just get into it. The content will be somewhat better once you actually get into it. Names are just terrible. Lambo Leap of Faith. No, that's, absolutely well, not. That's the, that's the name of the episode. Coming out at the same time as this one is 
we're recording this on Wednesday at 4.30. Both will be up Wednesday at 7. So make sure if you're listening to this one right as it comes out, then go listen to his. It should be up if somebody remembers to actually change the name and the date or the name of his podcast. I already have the post ready and everything. It's coming. It's it's Lambo Leap change, of Faith. Did you change it on YouTube though? Yeah, but I'm not I'm not gonna have it inconsistent like that. What? Like if it's on Spotify as Lambo Leap of Faith. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Did you change it? Did you change the name to Lambo Leap of Faith yet on YouTube? Not yet. He's not going to remember, so it's just going to come out saying Fumbler's Gift, so 27 once again. Because I have it scheduled for 7, he's not going to remember. 20, 23, but 23. 23, but, yeah. whatever. So, with that being said, thank you guys so much for watching. Adam, you got anything else to say to the people? Frenchy Cordero. He, will, he has nothing else to say. He's that... He's that close-minded up in the Also, brain. check out my latest episode of the Fumbled Ruski podcast. We just got to talking about that. Yeah, well, I'll reiterate it. It's a good right. day. That being said, thank you guys so much for watching. I apologize about my audio. It will be fixed for the next episode. God bless you guys. We'll see you guys on the next one.
Another day.